Yeah, talking about liquidiv.com, promo code Nooners at checkouts. You see us drinking it on the show every single day. Where would we be, Japes, without Liquid IV in our lives? Dehydrated, we'd have headaches, we'd be tired, yeah. exhausted. Yep. Not be able to get through the day, get through work. We'd be sick all the time. I'd be hungover. <laughs> Every single day. Love the liquid IV. Liquid IV hydrates you with benefits like electrolytes, essential vitamins, and clinically tested nutrients with three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drinks out there, plus eight vitamins and nutrients in a single stick. It's clear why Liquid IV is the number one powdered hydration brand in America. It's just a little tiny stick full of powder. Pop it in 16 ounces of water. You're good to go. What's your reckon, Jabes? Double or triple hydrated? I would say double. I'd say triple. What? Nay. I'll say triple today. Huge fan of Liquid IV. Turn your ordinary water into extraordinary hydration. With Liquid IV, get 20% off your first order of Liquid IV when you go to liquidiv.com and use the code Nooners at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop better hydration today using promo code Nooners at liquidiv.com. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Ross. Patterson Revolution! Brought to you by BlackRifleCoffee.com It's a video show, James. Do you see it? Do you see it? (laughs) I want to know if you see it. See what? This little uh, oh. bitch tickler that's oh, growing. Gosh, is that? Oh, you know it is. You know is it is. is. I'm going to A. I'm going to A. We're going to a two shot. I need to see you. I'm, I'm, I feel like the Hulk. I'm You're working looking out a like lot. the Hulk. I'm working out a lot. I'm seeing a tri. Yeah, there's like a, a lot. Big tricep there. Yeah, I'm becoming a massive human. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm becoming who I'm supposed to be. Okay. This is. I was Bruce Banner. Now I'm Lou Ferrigno. <laughs> so if you're watching the video show, you'll understand what I'm talking about. You're like, Jesus Christ. Wow, um, that's a look. They'll say that's a look. You know what else is the look is this mustache that's coming in. Sure. So anybody who listens to the sister show, Drinking Bros, sports companion in particular, knows that I lost a bet that I've got to look like Steve Prefontaine. Want to let everybody know that that's coming. It's right. coming real soon. Mustache is coming in. I uh, got to get that hair dyed blonde. I think tomorrow that's going down. Right. <laughs> right. Right. Uh, you're welks. Mm. I ordered, you know what else I ordered? It was an old school uh, Prefontaine uh, track suit, Oregon. Mm. So that's going to be a thing for the rest of the year. So what does that mean? You're just going to like go out in public in the suit or like what? I haven't decided, James. Sh- I haven't decided. Probably the jacket. I'm going to probably be wearing the jacket a lot this winter. Right. Just you know? to pull the whole look together. Yeah. Yeah, and it'll be a nice thing of like, oh, hey, is that Steve Prefontaine? I haven't thought about that guy in a while. I love shit like that, by the way. I love things like people that you don't think about in a while, and you're like, ah, fuck. All right, that's awesome. Right. Uh, Last night was a perfect example. I I saw Jill Scott trending. Remember Jill Scott, the musician? Okay. She's a larger African-American woman. 
Oh, yes. Um, she also acts a little bit, dabbles in some Tyler Perry stuff. Okay, okay. She was trending, and I was like, huh, number one. And I was like, oh, this, this could be real good or real bad. <laughs> um, turns out, Jill Scott is a master of the two-handed pepper grinder. The pepper cracker. Okay. She was performing last night, and just during the middle of her set, Decided to fillet the microphone into really, really super graphic detail. For, okay, for a comedy set? No. Oh. She is a singer, Jesse. Um, just said that. Just said that out loud. I'm she just... is a singer. She was singing last night. I can't focus. She used the microphone as a dick and just and like... proceeded to fillet it. But uh-huh. it's the technique that she was using sure. that has everybody online talking of like, whoa, I didn't know Jill Scott got down like that. I mean, wow. she, here's how graphic it was. Uh, again, pepper grinder. Yeah, but everyone knows that's a good one. A lot of people know that. Yeah. But she proceeded to lick her hand and then go for the balls. After no, that. She oh, didn't. yeah. I mean, Why, it is though? super. And then she went even even into the, the tickling motion of the ball sack. Two full explosion all over her face. And then she proceeded to wipe some of it off on her fingertips and then use it as lipstick. I mean, it is, uh, it is 37 seconds of a, a, a complete masterpiece. Jill Scott's going to have dudes lined up around the block now. Right. And good, good on her. You know, here's the thing. She's always been a, a sexy soul singer. Okay. Now she just proved it. Like, hey. Congratulations. This isn't about. <laughs> you seem shocked right now. This isn't I'm about just, just like, the music. But why? Why not? I'm, I'm really confused. Jill about Scott why. wants people to know how she gets down. You ever see that clip of Prince fucking the stage? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Same sort of deal. Fuck yeah. That's old school R&B shit. James Brown used to do shit like that. Okay. And a lady busting out the two, two-handed pepper cracker on stage. Like, right. Completely unexpected, especially at a Jill Scott. Yeah. Yeah. But kind of amazing. <laughs> Good for you, Jill. Good for you, Jill. That's so, what I'm saying. It's weird. I was thinking of people that I haven't thought of in a while last night. Were really. you? Like, do you remember Dido? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Remember when, like, Dido owes everything to Eminem and then she just, like... Is it safe to say that he started the... The Dido craze? No, the thing of, like, the hot white girls doing a sample on your... By by the way, still doing that with Halsey. I know. I'm just saying, like, it's just so unoriginal at this point point right oh you're gonna have the white chick that like sings kind the normal of. song sampling and you're gonna have her actually come to the concert like, yeah, yeah 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 yeah. you yeah. know no. so i guess that's what i was thinking i was like oh dido the token white chick yeah. that like is gonna sing the hook i i nice. i enjoy that when people bring them sure. out what did they dig her up is that where you're no i don't know why but i like to keep myself up with dumb things like the other guy from perfect strangers not balky Oh, where's he? Larry. Was that his name? Seems like it was Larry. But like, again, things I can look up. I just don't. You know, I'd I'd rather just stories about that guy, by the way. The other guy or Balky? The other guy, not Balky. Balky. We know where Balky is. He was doing reality shows and all that other shit. Balky's keeping it going. I know where the other guy is. 
the other guy is not tipping in restaurants all over America. No. Yeah, I had a friend who used to serve him all the time. He would leave the exact amount, like calculator it. I heard he's like a real. Of like 10% penny or something. Pitcher. Yeah, like a real penny pincher, that guy. Pincher. If you're not just doubling the first number, you're an a-hole. That's it. That's all you got to do. Do you know what I mean? Just 20%. 20%. And if you don't do it, don't go out to eat. Just sit home. If you don't have money for that, then you don't have money to go out to eat. That's what I say. Which yeah. is fine. Because you got to tip the staff. Yeah. That's part of the whole shit. Either that or let me, let me, let me ask you this. Sure. Do you think they should just add it in? Um, Make it part of your meal? Well, I mean, if you uh, believe in socialism, then yeah. Well, like an exact if you amount? Believe in, if you believe in fucking no. fucking believe in socialism? Like, c- come on. I'm saying if you believe in no incentive to work harder. If you believe in just whatever, however bad the waiter is, he should still get. Well, you have more experience in the service amount. industry over mm-hmm. your life. What's your answer on that? I, I don't. What would, you, what would you have preferred? Um, for big parties, I added in, which everyone does. Because okay. they, no one can figure out or no one can like the bills, you know, 500. Like no one wants to write that 20%. Do you know what I mean? Right. Um, but yeah, otherwise, no, you need to work for it. Okay. Because you are getting paid like yeah. um, a certain amount, minimum wage, if not more. Out here, it's not. How much did it grind your gears when you had a Larry come in and really pull out the calc, you know, the calculator and just, mm, let me, let me think really out what shitty. that is. It's really shitty. It's going to be nine fifty six instead of $10. So you're just like, hey, bro, you could have just rounded up 44 cents and made my life easier. It's really shitty. And it is a weird, it's a, <laughs> you do live and die on tips a little bit. And it's a weird roulette, game of roulette, because you, you don't know. Yeah. We still live in a world that not everybody, you know, tips the right amount. And so you're always just like, you're trying to read people like the nicest people in the world leave nothing, right? And the (laughs) shittiest people, the most rude motherfuckers will like throw you a hundred. Yeah. And there's like no, it's like this game keeps you on your toes. Sure. And makes it so you literally just try and give the best service that you can to everyone. Well, I mean, I have my own prejudice, but I'm not going to say it. That's on. what Larry's doing, if you're, if you're wondering. I, I've had numerous friends say that. Hey, man. I, like three friends where I'm like, wow, that's fucking. <laughs> that's, that's what way Larry's too many people. doing. Yeah, that's way too many people. I tell you what. Why don't you look up what his character name is? I know, I know I'm asking a lot of you. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do you the sponsors. Really I'm going to dive into the sponsors. All you have to do is go to imdb.com. Okay. Type in perfect strangers. Okay. And that will give you your answer of the character name. Okay. And I not Wikipedia. will talk about blackriflecoffee.com. Not even close to Wikipedia, James. <laughs> um, for those of you who woke up and saw Black Rifle Coffee on MSNBC this morning, you also saw the Drinking Bros podcast, which was awesome. They, they did a, a really nice seven-minute segment on Black Rifle Coffee for Veterans Day and all that stuff. And uh, it was great. Uh, it was really, really great. It, it, when it, was a, it was a long piece. You can find it online now. But uh, it was about seven minutes, seven and a half minutes, MSNBC did on it this morning. And uh, they had a nice little wink-wink to uh, Drinking Bros p- podcast. And they, they even cut in a clip of Humadog. 
No. Yes. Why'd they do that? Because they didn't listen oh, to the rest of the I fucking love show. Love it. Love it. They did not listen to the oh. rest of the show. That's why. They were just like, oh, this is a fun pets, like, you know, show about their pets. Oh, oh nice. Not even close. Right. If they heard that human dog episode, heads would fucking roll. <laughs> Somebody would be fired. <laughs> Either way. It was a, a great piece on MSNBC. Uh, check it out. You can find out all the great stuff that Black Rifle Coffee is doing right now. Use the one-time promo code REVOLUTION at BlackRifleCoffee.com and uh, get the subscription of the month. Boy, we, we ran out this morning, and it comes this afternoon. So it's we're just like, just in time. Cause we, we've had people in town. Everybody keeps drinking the Black Rifle Coffee, and they're like, fuck, man, this is really great coffee. And I'm like, I know. Can you just... Can you just order <laughs> and some when and you, get off my lawn when with this shit? When you have the uh, subscription, it's kind of like you'll throw in a K-cup yeah. all day. All day long. Do you know what I mean? Because you're like, it's, it's coming. It's, it's coming, coming. It's coming. You never have to go and get it. I love I it. Know. I know. It wish, feels like it's never ending. I wish a lot more products did that. Like our, our next sponsor, StrikeForceEnergy.com. They do that as well. Where it's a subscription where you're just like, dude, I don't even have to fucking think about this. It just shows up at my house. Good to go. Right. Because this is one of those things with Strikeforce 2 and the same with Black Rifle Coffee, especially because the holidays are here. Everybody's drinking. Everybody's coming over to drink. Friends, family. Um, look, it's it's no secret that businesses are lax during this time. And they're like, eh, fuck off. Yeah, you, you can knock off early. Have a few. So everybody comes over, starts making vodka and, you know, uh, Strikeforce. And they're just like, great. I don't need... Red, you don't have to go to, to the fridge for Red Bull and all that no. shit. No. 50 fucking Red Bulls taking up your fridge for the holidays is a no-go. I'm not keeping that out in the goddamn beer fridge. That's for damn sure. That is for Zima and Wilmington Brewing Company only. Yeah. Get the fuck out of that fridge with any of your Diet Cokes or freaking mixers. Mm-hmm. No, that's not what that fridge is for. No. Um, and this is the beauty of this. Boom. Just sits on your fucking countertop or bar top and that's it you're done with your life I, the 750 milliliter bottle is the best then it's a couple squirts and that's you're good if to go. you have like a sweet bar at your house yeah you need to have that you on. need to have it it is a necessity um go to strikeforceenergy.com load up for the holidays because you're going to need it for drinking season that's what this is really it really is Family the members, most. Christmas, yeah. Strikeforceenergy.com has got you covered. Promo code REVOLUTION is always good for 20% off, and they ship everywhere in the entire world. Because we have a lot of listeners around the world, actually. I love that. I do, too. Australia is a big one for us. Um, Oi. Yeah, we get the analytics. Uh, <laughs> England, and then obviously the Middle East uh, for the men and women serving overseas. Oh, Oh, um, the next cut, the next sponsor does not have a promo code, um, for, you know, a subscription of the month. Cause you only need, mm. you only need a few of these bang bangers mm. talking about ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros. Yes. That is the sister show. We're not changing it. I didn't, I told him, I was like, Hey, don't fucking drop 10 K on a, on a goddamn web developer. Uh, or whatever, but I'm going to get into. Uh, there's a guy over there who's working there, Rich Bernstein, uh, which that's a strong name. Oh, Bernstein! I miss a good Bernstein. Oh in my life. boy, yeah. Um, you just take him seriously. You know what I mean? Yeah. Immediately. There's there. So he hits me up last night. And he's like, "Hey man, we're, we're offering more deals for Ghostbed," and I was just like, "Shit, are you kidding?" 
Like, dude, we have, like, I almost feel like buying another fucking mattress just in case, like, shit goes down. Right. Um, it, it's crazy. So I'm going to read these off because I, like, this is real. Like, I, we already own this shit, so it's like, I, we can't use it. But there's a Black Friday sale. So go to ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros. There's a Black Friday sale. You, you save up to $300. You get the free sheets that I keep talking about um, on Black Friday. That's, like, fucking $600 off. Um, there's another one on this page. This is only to our listeners, by the way, like nobody knows about this unless you listen to the show mm-hmm. there, And the reason being is the owners, um, uh, their, their family was all like military and first responders. We have a lot of military and first responders that listen to the show. Uh, this next one's rat. It's $800 off a matching ghost bed bundle set, like $800 off. What? $300 in free sheets, um, or you get 200 bucks off a ghost bed. $300 off the ghost bed Lux. Like, oh my God. Yeah. Um, and they got a pay as you go plan, obviously. So it's like buy now, pay later with zero APR for three years. What the fuck? I wouldn't. I, three dude, years? No lie. I would not offer that whatsoever. Um, I definitely would not offer. <laughs> you guys, that's like a little bit crazy. It's a, like it's a lot. So when I when I opened up this email last night, and I didn't tell like, him, I didn't much? tell him that. I was just like, "Hey, man, uh, that's that's like way too much." <laughs> but fuck it, fuck it. So go to ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros. They're smart because if you get enough, if you get enough people like sleeping on it, they're gonna tell other people. Yeah, like, yeah dude, yeah, yeah, yo, yeah. you have to get this. Like, I got my dad one. Like. It's I once remember, you sleep on it, you I, will tell a bunch of people. We, we stayed at the Bellagio a few times out in Vegas, a bunch, I think. Right. That's C- kind of our place. Kind of, but not anymore. I'll, I'll say this. I've kind of switched over to New York, New York, just for convenience. Convenience. Because the arena is right there. Yeah. Um, I get down with New York, New York. Yeah. And I, I like all of those shops and bars and all that stuff. Like we have a lot of interviews and meetings and all that stuff. So it's easier. Um, but uh, I like the Bellagio, but I, I like the, the beds there. And this is where I'm going with this. The mattress is in there. Are the, like they had nice mattresses in there, and they started selling those for a while, like Bellagio mattresses. That's right. And you I was could just get like, the oh, whole shit. like yeah, yeah, set. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, man, that was my favorite mattress until I had one of these things. And then after that, I was like, well, fuck that. You're like, fuck you don't you. really get anything with the Bellagio mattress. Like you don't, you're and just, they're not offering any goddamn deals there. No, you're gonna way overpay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So go to ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros. Get on it. Uh, next up, straightrazors.com. Ooh, that's a clean cut. Smooth. Oh, you're right, it. That was a two-handed a pepper grinder. Jill Scott for you. Yeah, that was a two-handed pepper grinder Ooh, in that voice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Straightrazors.com is giving you everything you need to be a real man in this life. Shave up, shave down. Shave all around. Shave all around. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. It's time to go. Uh, Nude, hair-wise, for the holidays. Shave everything off. Give her that gift she really wants. I don't know. Yeah. We don't. We don't want it totally gone. All right. Either we want a little. Can tuft. I tell you? You need a little bit of hair on yeah. a man. All right. You need a little, it, like a green be... or like a rough, like your button from the rough. Button from the rough? No, the like a green, like a putting green. Okay. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Just a little bit. Yeah, yeah, like groomed. Sure. But not completely gone. All right. All right. Well, you know, you can do that at straightrazors.com. You shave up, you shave down, and you shave yeah, all, all around. around. All yeah. around. Yeah. Yep. Um, they've got uh, mustache waxes, beard oils, uh, shampoos, conditioners. They got everything. 
to be a real man in this life. Also, their shaving kit. If you're looking to get somebody something for Christmas, like a dude, bro, a dad, an uncle who may or may not have touched you and you're not really sure, sure. but you still need to get him a gift. You feel like a weird kinship to him, yeah. but you're not really sure why. And you don't know why. Mm. And you're like, man, I, I don't know what happened on that hunting trip. We didn't no kill anything. how many we didn't regression kill therapy sessions you do. Yeah, we did it's not just, kill anything on that hunting trip. Right. <laughs> just a lot of, you know, cozying up. Yeah. Keeping warm. Just perfect, a lot of keeping warm. Perfect gift to get him. Straightrazors.com. Get him a shaving kit. Then that, that, that'll keep him guessing as to what you, you remember or don't remember. Sure. <laughs> Go to straightrazors.com. Don't like this one. Dive, <laughs> type in the promo code REVOLUTION for 20% off. I think straight razors would rather have my racist uh, ringtone than, than that. Yeah, maybe yeah, not. Than that road, than going down that road. I don't know. Also, a perfect stocking stuffer for the holidays is... Uh, when darkness falls, he doesn't catch it, and a night she cries while he rides his steed. Boom. You buy those books for your dude, you're good to go. He'll be going down on you. Yeah. Mm. Reverse Jill Scott. Sure. So, Do the pepper grinder? No, thank oh, you. Oh, no. Stop doing that. Yeah, stop <laughs> yeah. doing the pepper grinder That's on not- me. Working. <laughs> uh, they're available on audio, audible, every platform available now, and uh, paperback. Paperbacks are out. Paperback of a night she cries is crushing, by the paperback, way. Paperback, paperback, paperback. Got to get paper, that paperback. paperback. Um, <laughs> let's start off the show with a little How Rich Are We game. Let's start off with How Rich Are We. Okay. Obviously, the fires are going on in California. Yes. It's been a massive story. Yes. Uh, a lot of people have written in asking, hey, you guys live there forever. What's the fucking deal with, with all these fires every single year? Yeah. The deal is this. Because, the, by the way, and it's, when you see this on the news and you're like, ah, oh, people are, it's hard to breathe and all that other shit. Like, we've been through it. It really is mm-hmm. hard to breathe. And there is a fucking haze over the city that lasts for weeks. And it's yeah. awful. Air quality is awful. I mean, you, you essentially have to go to the ocean, but now you can't because Malibu yeah. is on fire mm-hmm. to try to escape it. And you're just kind of stuck in this, like smoky haze all day everybody's got their windows shut cars and uh you know apartments houses all that shit because you don't want the smoke coming in because that's real and good luck trying to get that out of your clothes Mm -mm. everybody keeps asking why i I know trump sent out a shitty ill-timed tweet that it it was dumb that he should not have done that you know it had something to do with the not true but yeah partially but partially not and and it's just like either way it's ill time people are losing their houses yeah lives yeah fucking stay off twitter bro i love the rest of what you're doing just stay off twitter Mm -hmm. um with that being said the reason i think that this keeps happening you you can tell me if i'm incorrect on this because you've lived there your entire life yeah you also your house your whole neighborhood you went through yeah a huge fight was that just last year yeah fuck man I can't believe that was just last year and this is already happening again. He, here's what it is for people at home. These celebrities and all these things that, that you keep saying, like, oh, man, I'm losing my house or I'm losing the thing. You're building on property and the sides of mountains and shit like that where if there is a fire, your houses are now going to go up. The celebrities want their privacy, so they're building you know, these massive mega million dollar mansions on the sides or tops of these mountains where it's just like, all right. If there if there is a fire, it's just going to run right up the fucking mountain and burn your shit down mm-hmm. because you're trying to get as much privacy as you can. And that's kind of the gig of living in 
Hollywood and LA. Yeah. That's why the Kardashians moved out to what Calabasas. Mm-hmm. A lot of people moved out. Oh, Calabasas. Cause you're, you're trying to stay away from gen pop. Right. And so same with all these other fucking assholes um, who are always on the news spouting off about, you know, oh, no wall fucking segregation yeah, yeah. and whatever. It's like, You've segregated yourself already, yes. so it doesn't matter. You've already built yourself on yeah. a private fucking mountain where no one can get to you um, because you're worried about you know photographers or whatever the fuck it is, let alone Im- immigration, you dumb fucks. Um, so that's why all of these houses and celebrities are losing their houses on the shit. They've bought this real estate that is crazy expensive, and they're building houses that shouldn't be built where they're at a, a lot of the times. Mm-hmm. Now, there's old school people who are losing their houses where it's just like the fires jump the one-on-one and all this other shit that yeah. you can't prevent. But the majority of these people are building in secluded places out in the woods where it's like, hey, if you're, if you're in a fire zone, it's, it's going up. Um, it's also, uh, they start though first because it has not cooled down out there. Right. And it's November, yeah. so it hasn't cooled down at all, hasn't rained, supposed to have rained. So if it hasn't rained into November and the dryness from the summer is still there, they get no rain. The drought is fucking real. Yeah. So it's basically just a bunch of dry brush. If something starts a little bit. Um, and, and we're talking campfires. Like I think yours last year that, that was in the one in Ventura, in Ventura was, was, uh, was, uh, wasn't there a homeless uh, campfire? Yeah. He so was, was trying to cook something. Mountain. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, but the reason that it went so crazy is Santa Ana winds, yep. dry brush, no water. Yeah. So it's really just a matter of time before your house, it, unless it rains more than one day out there. Yeah. It's a matter of time before everyone loses their house because it's just. It's too dry. It's it, too dry. Yeah. There's not water to fight it. A. And then B, as soon as the fires start, the Santa Ana winds just take them all the way. Yeah. And, and, and the, for anybody who doesn't know the Santa Ana winds, you always hear about it. And you're like, what is it? They're I mean, amazing if it's not um, starting a fire. <laughs> but if you, if, so, you, if you were in a fire, fucking forget it. So they come it. out of nowhere. And it's like 40 to 60 miles an hour where you're just like, oh, shit. But it's like shit. this really warm wind. Yes. So in fall or something yeah. when you're like, again, when there's not dry brush and fires, like Santa Ana winds is like one of the most amazing things ever. Yeah. If it's not destroying things, but it's so weird and cool, but it, it literally just stokes. stokes it's a like fire. literally just blowing hot, like blowing onto your, your campfire. Yeah. And, 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 and I, I've told this story before in a movie, but it, this is about the Santa Ana winds where I, I caught on fire into filming a movie. Um, I went up like it was a, that is that, that scene in Darnell Dawkins where I light the hands yes, on you, fire. Yeah. But it, it was the Santa Ana winds that picked up out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. We didn't know. Yeah. And it just blew that fire onto my pants. And it was, I mean, I was up instantly. Yep. Imagine a house or Mm -hmm. woods or anything else. Like I'm a human for Christ's sakes. Yeah. Imagine like a wooden, uh, forget it. I mean, it is, it is so fast and so quick. Firefighters don't have time to respond to that. Like, yeah, 
Because and there and there's no judging of where where it is coming from. So you're just like, ah, oh, shit, this is on fire. This is on fire. This is on fire. So that's why you keep seeing that on the news, where you're like, all right, why is this happening in all these different weird places? Once that gust of wind hits out of nowhere, it just carries the fire instantly, and you're you're gone. And the reason why I say how rich are you is not only because of the houses of where they're built, but then the the ones that are saved, like Kanye's house, Kanye and Kim Kardashian, they hired private firefighters to protect their $60 million mansion. Is that real? That is real. That is 100% real. That doesn't seem right. I I looked into it. Yes, you you can. And and you can hire out, and that's fine. I don't even know where to go for something like that. So they're going to let other people's houses burn and just save yours? No. So within, I guess, where their house is in this cul-de-sac... Uh, and this, and again, I saw it from a helicopter shot. Okay. Same thing. They're on top of a fucking mountain. Like the oh, fire yeah. is just going up and everything's going to go down. And you know, th- they it was didn't that- send them over to Caitlin's, I guess, huh? The, no, the, she, she kept her, ha- or he, she, whatever the fuck I'm still really. Yes. So that was a, the, the, the fire magically stopped and her house is fine. Huh. Okay. Go ahead. If you're going to tell me that, that they didn't send the private mm. firefighters over there too, go look at the footage from Caitlin Jenner's house. It burned all the way up within like three feet of the pool where you're just like, oh, that's weird. Huh. Narrowly avoided it. And you're going to tell me they didn't send them over there? Fuck off. Of course they did. Right. Um, but, but with that being said, they live in a cul-de-sac at the top of this fucking mountain. And if the, the, the way the fire was coming up, if they don't do it right there, it, it nukes out the rest of the neighborhood. So the neighbors were super beyond grateful of like, hey. Thank you for, yeah. for doing this. But again, if you're not Kim Kardashian and Kanye West, no one can afford a fucking private oh, set of firefighters. Because if, look, if you're rich enough, and again, I don't even know where to start with that. Like, is it a Craigslist ad? Yeah. I, uh, Who do you even call for that? Doesn't seem right. I, I would imagine somebody got in touch with somebody and said, hey, how much to pay for all your off-duty people? Right. Come? Because right. allegedly, according to this article that I read, and this has been going on for a while. Um, Wouldn't they all just be working and get overtime? Who? Firefighters. But they're shipping them in from, from other states. So right. it's not. So where are they getting? I don't know. Theirs. But, but, but the thing is, you, you, you could also be hiring retired guys. Off-duty guys. I mean, look, we have a lot of firefighters that listen to the show. I'd be really curious as this answer you can. What a short go, amount message, of time. Message uh, Ross Patterson Revolution Instagram or, or um, to assemble or the Facebook page for Ross Patterson Revolution. I know. What and, a and they short. were digging and like the the methods that they described in this article was like holy shit. I mean, these guys were working all night, you know, for two days straight, digging ditches and water and all this other stuff. And I was like, fucking a. And they saved the they saved the neighborhood. They hired private firefighters. That is a that is a level of rich of man. Because this is the house that they've been building for what five six years. You watch that keeping up the Kardashians. Like it's been going on forever. Yeah, and they just bought a huge thing and then built this mega mansion there. Where look, it is impressive. It is a goddamn compound. Sure, but uh, to to hire fire that's amazing. It's am- I didn't know that. I didn't know you could be that rich to do no. that. That's My gosh, that something is to shoot so for. Above the something to shoot everything. for, isn't it? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> so, is it super rich or is it just fucking smart? 
Both. To just like find, you know, like. Both. If you can do it, fuck, why wouldn't you do it? Why wouldn't you do it? Yeah. And they were the only ones, because a lot of those other people that lost their houses could afford to do it. So it's just the matter of like thinking of it, assembling the team. But think, think about this. You would have to be super fucking famous to even make that call, right? You couldn't just be Joe, you don't think Joe Butler, Dick. You don't think Gerard Butler could have made that call? G-Butts? I think he could have, um, but I think they got hit too fast. Oh, okay. I think with, with where Kim Kardashian's house was, I mean, the, those people, because like, he lives by like Miley Cyrus and all them in Malibu. Okay, so Malibu was done. Done. Malibu uh, and it, was just... It happened so fast. It was like, dude, you have 12 hours. Get the fuck out of here. You're gone. Like, that's it. Um, whereas where Kim Kardashian and them live, that you could see it coming up that mountain. So you've got time. Yeah. And look, we've lived there forever. Like... You can see it where it's just like, all right, this is going to be a problem in like a day and a half. Right. And uh, I think they made that call. But fuck, man, I don't think you can get away with that if you're not famous. No. You know? Well. It's, I, I, I always hearken back to that Range 15 story of, of Sean Astin. What? Where, you know, he had that uh, triathlon the day before. Yeah. In Hawaii. Mm -hmm. And by the time we finished shooting, it was, it was heavy LA traffic and we were shooting in Pomona. Oh yeah. 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 And he was the helicopter pilot in that movie. And he was like, Hey, do you think I can get it? Cause we got him, I think a car service, like a limo or something to, to drive him to set. And, uh, he said, do you think I could take the helicopter back? Do you think I could take the helicopter back? And I was like, we, we are not paying for that. That is way too expensive. Um, however, if those people would like to do it for you, congratulations, you've Um, made it. Yeah. I shook his hand, went on about my day because I had to set up for another shot. Five minutes later, guess who's waving outside the helicopter flying home? And it was Sean Astin. And I was like, yeah, I, you've got to be famous for shit like that. You have to. Like super famous. That's the only way you can get away with shit like that. You can't be Larry Appleton. <laughs> ah, there it is. It is Larry. That's the guy. finally found it. <laughs> I found it before everybody saw Everybody saw the moment that I found it, and it was literally right after you told me to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The character's name is Larry Appleton. There it is. Mark Lynn Baker. Yeah, but Larry is the, it was Larry and Balky. Yeah. Fucking nailed it. God damn it, I feel alive again. How did you? I I was a big person. I did not. That was one of those shows that was like a a TGIF show when I was a kid. Did you ever like My Two Dads or? Yeah. All, all that shit. Right? Um, step by so step. So good. So good. My two, uh, step by step. My two dads. Um, what was the Urkel show? Family Matters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, got that when I was when I was a kid. I got that on all that shit. Because yeah, you're, well, you're totally. with your parents on a Friday night, eating pizza, eating Little Caesars. Totally. Getting ordering extra crazy bread. Oh yes. Yeah, and when your dad comes home with it, it's the fucking greatest evening ever. You watch a little TGIF with the fam. So true. Um, we don't, I don't, do they have that anymore? TJF kind of, but it's like, there's no real staples because shows just get, they just drop. Yeah. Right. So now what is it like fresh off the boat and like all that uh, shit, all that blackish bullshit. or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, Which I think really Friday for night, kids. no, but Friday night I think is, they know that nobody's home watching anymore. Well, they would if they put on, cause look, everybody's got families. Totally. So I remember last man standing was on a Friday night. Mm. Um, when they before they canceled it, I mean and it's then, on Fox and now it's crushing, obviously. Right. 
But uh, that, yeah, I mean, there was there were shows like that where it was just like, all right, great. Because I remember you know Fla- Family Matters was a spinoff of Perfect Strangers. No, I did not actually. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Anyway, carry on. Either way, both brilliant shows across the board. Either way, you're right. <laughs> but I remember watching those with my, my parents and I was like, hey. Totally. I, I felt fine. Oh, me too. Yeah. TGIF. It was like it was such a comforting blanket to it put on. It was great. Now, now they're, they're rolling out Double Dare on Friday nights, by the way. Oh, they are? Yeah. Okay. On Nickelodeon. I get down on Double Dare. I would love just like one channel with the TGIF block. Gosh, how amazing would that be? I know. Netflix is trying to do shit like that, but it's you're you're too all over the board now. No. There's not there's not just one place to yeah. go. No. No, there's not. There's ninety. And there never will be again. So I better <laughs> shut the fuck up about it, right? Stop stop being nostalgic about fucking everything. You need to. It's you annoying. need to. Uh quick uh, quick quick update on uh, R- RGB, RBG. Uh, Bader Ginsburg. Ruth Bader. Yeah. yeah. A little tongue tied today. <laughs> what's, what's going on? We got a little too much strike force. <laughs> I'm going to be real as with you. I'm going to be real as with you. Your, your brain is going faster than the mouth can go. She's working from home after the fall. Oh. By the way, that was the most proud of myself I was for naming an episode. How much for one rib was the name of that episode? How much for one rib? You should be proud. Super stoked for that. She's working from home now, so uh, come on. Is she? Can a Supreme Court justice work from home? That's not really a job where you can just work from home. If she died, would they tell us? (laughs) Probably not. (laughs) Not Do you know what I mean? She's working from home. Uh, very what if, what if weekend she has that at agreement? Bernie. Yeah. There is, by the way, no lie. One of our listeners sent me a picture that said "Weekend at Ginsburg's," and they were they got her propped up. Yeah. And I'm like and like skyping man. from it. Yeah, she's fine. She's alive. <laughs> no need to. No need to get a new one. Mm-mm, we're all right. Two years <sighs> for two years. That's a long time to hide a dead body. Uh, I think um, they made two weekend at Bernie's, so it did. it's it's definitely possible. <laughs> Uh, but it was, it was only a weekend. Yeah. This is two years. But it was a, two a years couple with, weekends, two years apart is what it seemed like. Two years at Ginsburg. Yeah. yeah. Wow. No. Wow. <laughs> a bunch of weekends at Ginsburg. <laughs> anyway, she's, she's, uh, she's still alive. So good for her. Maybe, yeah. Um, I, I, I want to get into this CNN story that just broke this morning. Okay. They are suing the White House for banning Jim Acosta. Oh. Which I didn't know was a thing that you could do. And I, I still I don't mean, know sure legally you if you can, right? You can sue for anything. You can but will sue it, for will anything. It, will it actually make it and live is another story. I don't story. think they care about that. I just think they want people to say the, the phrase, you know, CNN is suing the White House. I think that is enough. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It doesn't even have to go any further than that. That's all they really want. What's your feelings on Jim Acosta? I think he's a piece of shit. I think Jim Acosta is all about Jim Acosta. I don't think oh, he really gives sh- a fuck about any of this stuff. For sure. Real. I think he was, you know, I think a lot of fake news, whatever, but I think they definitely try and get a rise out of him. And at they, places they shouldn't. At where it's places just like, they hey, shouldn't. Man, and this like, isn't the right place to do this. I mean, they get what they want. So they got him to, you know, lash out, I yeah. guess, at him. Um, they got him banned, which is like great for them, right? Right. Um, and now they're suing, so the whole the whole arc is working for them, and they got exactly what they wanted to get. 
out of putting this kind of belligerent, boisterous guy in the press room. It's already fucking hard to even get a question. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I don't know. I think that they put a guy that came right after him, the NBC reporter, handled it kind of the way you should, where he's like, I don't like you either. He's like, I understand. And just ask the question. It's like, listen, (laughs) we know. Yeah. We know you don't like us. We don't love you, but we got to fucking do this. So Jim, Jim Acosta is, uh, is just trying to be famous, you know? Yeah, yeah. But I mean, CNN also is, you know, right behind him. God damn it. They're, they're supporting him. They're awful. They're supporting that kind of like, you're done. You asked a question. Like there has to be some kind of protocol in there, right? Yeah. Or else it'd be a fucking... We, uh, we had these guests on yesterday on, on Drinking Bros that'll be on in, like in a future episode and they were, they were talking about the whole CNN thing and uh, what happens if Trump is gone. Right. Uh, they, out of business, out of business, I, I would say in under five years, um, New York Times probably, uh, look, Trump said New York Times is out of business in, se- in under seven. Yeah. It's probably true. Yeah. Uh, if you go back to, you know, let's say a Joe Biden gets in there, forget it. It is over because you can't this stupid shit like they live for this. I personally would go back to a a world where I never even turn on CNN and I hadn't before this. I never even went to CNN. That was the boring channel (laughs) to me. Yeah, that was just boring shit. They didn't have anything to talk about. Now it's like, hey. What are they? What what story is is breaking on CNN? What's going on on CNN? I've never these said days. that before in my life. Yeah, it's uh, it's weird. It's it's, it's just a I fucking soap to. opera. I would as love all. to be bored by it. Now, James, I want to get into something that uh, you don't believe in. Super stoked about it. Super stoked about it. The Irish military, which I didn't know they had one. I was just um. <laughs> what do you think they had? Ah. Nothing. <laughs> literally nothing wow <laughs> i just figured they had like a bunch of dudes in bars and they were just oh, like oh, okay hey. and if anything happened hey just- guys they just yell into the pub like hey guys it's time to fight can right you just put the can you can you put your shit down and, and whenever out? you're ready yeah, yeah we're like we'll we're finish here. your pint finish your pint and then let's go out and kick some ass okay that that's what sense. i figured it was sure. it turns out they have a full arsenal yeah, they have a Weird. they have, they have a, full, a full on government. <laughs> they have Air Force. Wow. And everything. Wow. Yeah. Huh. Um, UFO sighting last night. Okay. <laughs> you refuse to Explain entertain this. Explain it to me. You refuse to entertain this. So they're and they have recorded records of these pilots, obviously talking to the tower about what's what what's going on. Okay. Um, again, same thing. It was moving so fast. It came up on our left-hand side and then rapidly veered to the north. It was very bright light that disappeared at a very high speed, uh, something way faster than Mach 2. Um, the, other, the air traffic controller said, hey, there's nothing showing on either primary or secondary radar. And uh, the pilot said, look, I'm wondering then if we're on a collision course with this thing. Mm-hmm. Um, another aircraft that was in the same area and this is a pilot from, not military, this is a Virgin Airlines plane from, from Orlando to Manchester, uh, described the site as uh, a meteor or another object making some kind of re-entry. And then he saw multiple objects following the same sort of trajectory, very bright. And the other pilot chimed in and was like, look, I'm glad I'm not the only one that's seeing this. 
there's an uh, there's an investigation under process right now. Um, uh, look, a spokesman always they always say the same thing. It's unlikely that it's aliens from another planet. It sounds like meteors, right? That, that, that's what they that's that's what a scientist is saying. Oh well, fuck them. I don't think so, man. If you're up there and you see this thing going that fast and it's right in front of you and it's hovering and then it leaves because this the, the the military guy says that it exited upwards. I don't oh. know any fucking meteors that e- oh, exit oh. upwards. And it came back up. Every okay. single sighting has pretty much been the same with this shit. Like, can we just come out and say what the fuck this is? I, I got confirmation. Mm-hmm. I wanna, and I'll, that's what I want to talk about today. Okay. I got confirmation of the alien and the alien aircrafts and all of this other shit. Mm-hmm. We've had, I'm not going to say who it is. <laughs> We've had a lot of massive guests on Drinking Bros over the last month. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot that are coming on the next month. Two different people of the highest military regard confirmed it. Mm-hmm. And I, it's the same story every fucking time that they have it. Mm-hmm. Our technology, we're trying to catch up with their technology and we cannot. So is it just always going to be a secret? I or, don't think always. Look, why, you saw the Pentagon footage. I... You saw the Pentagon footage that was released, right? Sure. What's your explanation for that then? What was it? Come on. The Pentagon released the footage of uh, the pilot in San Diego who was out over the ocean and, and you saw the hovering disc right in front of him up and oh, down, going okay. up and down. Like It's about, if you go and Google it, it's probably about a minute and 40 second video. And it looks real to you? Yeah. Why would the fucking Pentagon release it? I don't know. And they say, hey, the, yes, there's a possibility of something else out there okay i got confirmation of this okay you still refuse to believe it um i think it's been so long it's kind of like you know when you've been when you've believed something or not believed something for so long that um the the confirmation that you need is a lot more concrete than um what you're giving me i still don't understand why we can't just know if, it, if they really are here, if they really have come, I, I don't understand why we can't just here's know. Why. why does it have to be a fucking secret here's why. that everyone has to believe or not believe? It would freak out the, the general public. Okay. Everybody believes in God and Jesus and all that other stuff. And it's like, look, Jesus is risen and, and, and everything else. Like if a fucking alien came down, people, I think people would flock to worship something like that, something from a a greater being or a higher power or misconstrue it is that. Okay. But if it's fact, then, then you gotta say it. Yeah. But I think it would freak out too many people. Okay. That's my, that's like, I, I understand. I think you should say it too, but I'm if a normal person. Really I'm a normal thinking facts, person. Okay. So the whole reason is because they think people would start worshiping it or freak out. Yes. Okay. Like, like the general, the general public, because look, everybody believes in some form of God, right? right. M- most everybody. Mm-hmm. Not everyone, but yeah. Not everyone, but 90, what, 95% of people in the world believe in some form of God, whether it be God and Jesus or Allah or whoever the fuck it is you pray to. This, if you added this in the mix, what's the explanation for that? So let me ask you as a believer, what do you think they're 
endgame is if if aliens really are coming here and like hovering and then leaving what do they want what I are think, they doing I think it's the same thing what that, is it that we're doing with other planets right now like we're, when we're sending shit to mars and all this other stuff Yeah, but we will land there we will search for signs of life we're like hello right. hello I, I, so I, we wouldn't just be like oh we see people let's get out of here it would be like i i think it's it's more or less to study and okay and then leave or, or see what it is, much like our science is doing now. Right. Like I, 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 look, I told you about Facebook sending out those cameras that are you know, light years away. It's going to take them 20 years to get there to that other Earth mm-hmm. that they've been talking about of like, hey, we found these other Earths, these other planets. In 20 years, we will come back with some sort of footage from these because it's obviously going to take time to get there. I think it's very similar where these other planets are sending out either you know ships or probes or cameras to to figure out what's going on here and then take that information back much the same way we're doing with other planets however there's no life form on mars so like us sending a rover up to mars mm. there's no life forms there right so all right great you can drop shit and go if they're looking at it here and they're like holy shit there is life forms and they could attack and they see other aircraft and all this other shit mm-hmm. i mean Okay. That would be a deterrent, obviously. I just feel like if they're intelligent enough to make aircrafts to come here that are even more advanced than ours, then maybe they're intelligent enough to like understand what's going on here. But, but it's, I, that, it's that first meeting of right. of what would happen. I, and God damn it. I, I know I sound crazy, but I, I got confirmation in a way from people that was like the exact same story. Three, three different people, the exact same story. All of it was the same shit that I had heard years ago. And I was like, oh, well, this, this all makes complete sense. Right. Because if you look at our aircrafts now and the way they're being built, it's, they look exactly like those fucking saucers from back in the day where it's just, yeah. you're getting smaller and thinner mm-hmm. and lighter and it's all controlled by like AI and all this other shit. Stealth bombers and shit. Yeah. Yeah. And I wish I could tell this story on air. Like, I really wish I could share these stories, but I cannot. But you can't. No. But what I'll say is this. With the military aircraft, the way that it is going, it is starting to look more and more like the shit that we are seeing. And you're like, oh, all right, great. How the fuck do we find out that knowledge if it didn't land? Yeah. I don't know what it would take. I think it would take. Yeah, what's it it going to take for you? I think the secrecy of it just is so fucking weird to me. I don't, I don't understand why it has to be a secret. Well, all right, all, over all right. The place. So, did you listen to the Marcus Luttrell episode we did with? Yes. Uh, when it, so we when when they were talking about the the trained orcas and shit. Did you ever believe that would be a thing? Training orcas. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't really, know. not in I, one million years where I was like, man, there's a they're training fucking orcas to do shit like. <laughs> What? They're really intelligent. I, I, I understand that. Okay. Why waste your time and or money and resources on training orcas with, with all of the technology and everything we have now? Right. Why do that? Yeah. I mean, I guess because they could swim to unlimited depths and not mm-hmm. be detected by, mm-hmm. you know, I guess you see an orca in the ocean. It's not a fucking sub coming at you. So right. you wouldn't say anything. Right. But wouldn't you know by now? Oh, hey, that orca got a little too close. Hey, I can see a look in his eye. He was yeah. wearing glasses. And dolphins. They train dolphins and shit, too, where it's just like, come on, man. Yeah. 
that seems dumb. But yeah. But that's another thing where it was just like, if, if, if I didn't hear that from people that were in it, mm-hmm. I would never believe that. Like, that sounds dumb to me. I don't know what it would take. I think it would take like someone that I trusted. <laughs> Not you. <laughs> you fucking asshole. You fucking asshole. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe if CNN told me. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe if they did a piece on MSNBC. Yeah. No, um, I'm not sure. I'm not sure what it's going to take, but I'm just not there yet. Okay. I just don't understand what the end game. For me, I always have to know, like, what's the purpose? What's the end game? In order for, you know, things to make sense to me, first of all, the secrecy has to be gone because I think that's just, con- it makes everyone sound crazy and cons- conspiratorial. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like you, you've, you've made people sound crazy about it. That I don't think is fair. So once you lift the secrecy of it, then I'm like, okay, they're being transparent about something that they found or whatever. I would maybe believe it. All right. But this little like, shh, sh- did you hear? Aliens still doesn't do it. God, I wish I get one day. I hopefully we can have dinner with them and then just sit down have have a few shots together and say, all right, here's the fucking deal. Once it was explained to me. Do you think it would work on me? Once it, was, once it was explained to me in a very detailed manner where it was just like people and places and thing and all like I, I, same story from three different people at three different times. And none of them were in the same room at the same time. Neil deGrasse says it. What is, yeah, to, you, you were watching Degrassi, again, well, which is a great says, interview, by the way. Great interview, but he on Rogan, says, on Joe Rogan. he doesn't get too much into aliens. He gets into portals and like, you know, astral projection and all of that. But um, he says, if to convince someone, you have to ask them, like, what would it take? What would it take for you to believe? And if they still don't believe after you show them that, mm-hmm. then it means they just never wanted to, right? There's no getting through, basically. Right. So for me, it's like, what would it take? I would have to think about it. And if someone, if we sit down and someone gives me what I, what I say it will take and I still don't believe, that means I just don't want to. You can never open up your mind. That I would never open up myself to believe it. So I'm not sure, but like, yeah, what it would take, just a, a real explanation. Pictures would be great. But a real explanation from someone that <clears throat> I don't believe to be crazy. I want you to look at this. That is like scientifically or somebody that is based in facts that is telling me like from a really factual base, like what their purpose is, what the purpose is of us, like, you know, looking into it and dissecting stuff, what, what all the purpose of it is right. and the purpose of the secrecy. If someone can, can, can explain all of that to me, Sit down at dinner, whatever. I might go down the road of believing. Put I, can you, uh, for the video show. Can you put the Pentagon footage at the end of this? Sure. Just a ninety-second, two-minute thing. Sure. And then you explain that to me, because um, that'd be really. But people like Tom DeLonge and stuff—they really well, ruin that, it. But they I'm, really yes, ruin it correct. for you guys because, like, yeah. I, I, you just sound crazy because there's so many crazy people around you. Okay, that are saying the exact sure. same thing. Sure. So I'm sorry. I, but I'm, look, I'm in the Elon Musk category of I can open up my mind to all of that shit and okay. at least entertain it, whether or not I okay. believe it or not, it's another story. And that's, 
I can at least entertain anything. I mean, when he said that simulated world shit, I, I could at least entertain that. So you could go down that road. 100%. I could sit. I could, I could, if he was on the show, if Elon Musk was on the show, I could sit down and have a two-hour conversation about a simulated world. Okay. And how or why it works and all that other stuff and, and at least entertain it. Right. Um, the things that I can't entertain in this world are different. Like what? A lot different. Um, are you going to insult me? No. Okay. I, like people who say this was meant to be or oh, yeah, yeah, this yeah. happened for a reason. No, no, no. I, can't. I, I, I can't get into all of that. Um, I just, you know. I like to keep calm when something happens and be like, all right, what's our next step? But I don't think everything happens for a reason by some yeah, yeah, divine, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. right? Yeah, I mean, because too many, too, for me, like too much bad shit happens in the world where I'm just like, man, what's the reason behind I that? I think it's a cop out, basically, of like. That's what I think. So, yeah. like, people who say that all the time and live by that, I, I can't, I can't entertain All happens that for theory. a reason. And that's a way to just kind of, huh? And yeah. not take accountability for you actually. Right. So, I, I'm a, like, I'm a big believer in hard work and all that other shit. And it's just like, well, your reason is that you worked hard. You know, if something awful happens to you, what's the reason for that? Like, if you didn't put a seatbelt on your child, something happened in the car. Right. Yes, that is the reason is you're a shitty parent. Yes. Um, so things like that where it's yeah, just like, I was uh, just watching this, um, I, this new Netflix show. So it's like a weekly thing called Follow This. Okay. And they were just doing a piece on uh, heroin addicts mm-hmm. all over. So in Seattle, they're lobbying to open up a safe injection site is what they're called for heroin addicts for heroin addicts where you can go in you get a little booth You're you inject mm-hmm, you get clean needles clean cookers clean everything you inject do your business in the booth right um it's to prevent overdoses basically um they do them all there's like 180 Are you in the world but none in America okay so the first one they have them in Canada. Um, really? Mm-hmm. And but but heroin's illegal. So what do you, you're bringing in heroin into these? Bo- so there's no police out there saying, "Oh, hey, so you have heroin." So basically, the the site is the way the the way that they make it a safe space is because the police are not allowed to raid it and they're not allowed to come in unless. So they have trained professionals there that if you do OD, they have all the things, the injection, the oxygen, all of the things to bring you back. Wow. They do not call the ambulance, da, da, da. Um, so they've had no deaths in these sites. Okay. But it, there's this thing. It's just like, it kind of goes along with what we're saying as far as just taking accountability for yourself and for your yourself actions, yeah. and your actions and the thing of like it's a disease and i'm addicted and like all i need is like a safe booth and then i could like not overdose um so they did you know they talked to two different people so it's like the heroin addicts and then the people that have gotten clean you know and we're like dude i just had to look at my i can't do that shit anymore yeah um i don't know how do you how I think I know how you feel about those. Ridiculous. But ridiculous, ridiculous. And, and, right? Because if you're going that route, legalize all drugs. And then, uh, look. And then you can just make sure that everyone doesn't OD or whatever. So they're saying, like, taking the shame away from it is the idea that, like. It's the shame of shooting up. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, look, and if oh, you're, and it, should you but, take the shame away from it, though? It's, like, the one of the worst drugs you can ever Yeah, but but if you're, if you're going down that, that road, 
legalize everything and then leave it up to take the shame the away and then just like see how your streets yeah look. and then live, leave it up to darwinism at that point so it's just like all right great if you fucking die you die i guess that's the same way i feel about the the opioid crisis um that's going on yeah where it feels a little bit like a I, cop out of yeah like, where it's like oh hey we've got to take it all these people are getting addicted people are getting addicted to food and people are blaming so they're talking to these a lot of these people that are going into these heroin alcohol sites or whatever yeah people get addicted to a smoking to mm-hmm. a lot of things but it, that's your own thing right so they're like blaming so what happens is they get an injury this is like the classic story i get an injury i hurt my arm the doctor over prescribed me he didn't realize that i was getting addicted and yeah. he just kept prescribing yeah um, you definitely kept asking him. You definitely gave no signs that you, do you know what I mean? Like yeah. you got him to give you those prescriptions. Believe me, it's hard these days. Really fucking hard. We, okay. And, so and one you of our need best to friends really, was just, really try. One of our best friends was just in the hospital and same thing where like she, she was in an immense amount of pain and they were like, you know, take her ibuprofen. husband. Yeah, yeah. Her husband was like. Give her some fucking pain. Yeah. I'm sorry, but um, there's an opioid so, crisis going on. Don't give a fuck. Yeah. She's in the hospital. Right. Like, shoot her up full of shit. Let her deal with her own life when right. she gets out of there. It's not if like... If you don't feel yourself becoming addicted to something and just being like, you know what, dude? I've got to fucking stop this. Yeah. Um, so that was the, a lot of the story. So it's a lot of like blaming the doctors. And then it's like blaming you know then it's like i just need a safe place like i can't be looking over my shoulder all the time and ridiculous you know legalize all of it let darwinism sort it out it's the same with with everything else just just normalizing it you're just making it like okay take the shame away from heroin (laughs) what the fuck are you talking about it's this whole culture of just like shifting blame nobody like the thing of like you know therapy is like up of people going to every single person we know is in therapy because their parents fucked them up. Right. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. We all had something. Right. 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 If you want to blame your parents for something, you can, if you want to shift the blame, if you don't want to just like move on with your life, figure your shit out onwards and upwards, you can always go back to your childhood and find something shitty. I believe me. I promise you, if you look hard enough, There'll be somebody that wasn't nice to you or some fucking shit or yeah. some magician that made you put your hand in the hat. And there was and feel the there was no rabbit. rabbit. It was a dick and balls. Feel the rabbit that puked. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You can find it if you want to. Or, you know, you can take responsibility for yourself. Realize that your parents are just fucking people unless it was like really something bad. I don't want to like, right? Sure. I'm talking about these people that are just like, oh. I just wasn't hugged enough, and I think that's why. Yeah. Something like that, right? So if you just want to, like, take responsibility for yourself, move forward, realize your parents are just people. Do you remember when that happened for yeah, you? Yeah, well, like, like today, you're, you're, or yesterday, your, your mom said, she was just like, yeah, Jesse was an angry baby who cried all the time. And then your dad just put you in the crib at, like, two months and, you know, just left you there. Sure. You could go back to that over and over again for the rest of your life if you wanted to and just say, it started at birth. Hey, listen, I've got plenty of things, okay? <laughs> I don't need to search, but it's okay. Like, it, it, that's the thing. It's okay. You know, our kids at some point are going to, I don't know if you remember when you made that shift of like, oh shit, my parents are just people. They yeah. aren't like, you know what I mean? 
everything and they need to give me everything and they were supposed to be my heroes, right? At a certain point you go, usually when you have kids or when you start to get into the real world, you go, oh shit, they were just fucking people just trying to fucking do their best. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So that's all it was. And that's how you move on. When you stop blaming your parents or your childhood for like how you are, you'll be, oh, you can move forward, right? I agree. I 100% agree. And it's the same with, with look, all of this shit that's going on. Again, I, look, you want to fucking have safe spaces for heroin? Legalize everything and then... Jesus, uh, the housing prices around that site will just skyrocket, huh? Man. Jesus Christ. Look at this. So the one they went into Vancouver, <laughs> who was like all around, was just a nightmare. Yeah. And then you go into this place and it's like clean and beautiful, whatever. Yeah. And then you walk back out onto the street because that's fucking life. That's life. You can't live your... Well, you could live in that safe space. Yeah, if you, if you quit heroin. doing fucking heroin and got your shit together. Maybe you could have a nice apartment where you can safely watch Netflix and go to fucking work the next day like everybody people else. people just want shit to bitch about. I mean, you look at this Amazon deal that went through last night. You know, this has been going on for a while of like, hey, we're going to pick a city. Everybody compete, put in competing bids for where we're going to build the next Amazon headquarters. Okay. So last night, well, last week they announced, hey, we're, gonna, we're actually going to split it into two. We got a bunch of awesome bids, so we're going to have two headquarters on the East Coast, um, and we're going to split it up to two different cities. Last night, it got announced who it was. It was uh, uh, New York, in, in particular, Long Island. So this is going to be in Long Island City. Okay. Is one. Very odd. Yeah. Odd choice, but that's a fuck ton of jobs that'll be coming to New York. You're probably looking at 50,000 jobs at a minimum uh, there, and then they split it up to Arlington, Virginia. It was the other one. Okay. Again, fuck ton of jobs that are coming there. Do they need a lot of jobs in Long Island? Yeah, every, everywhere I would say. Everywhere, I mean, look, yeah. New York is, you've obviously been there many times. Yeah. Like, New York's expensive, man. And it's, you know, you're driving in from all these other places to get the high paying jobs in the city. Look, if it's in your own backyard and you're getting a decent wage, there you go. yeah, that saves you travel. Okay. You get to be closer to your family. Okay. It's great. Amazon's providing jobs to a shit ton of people. Right. So what's people's beef? Everybody's bitching. Oh, of course it's Arlington. It's already so expensive than right there anyway. Now it's just going to be even um. more expensive. Um, and I'm like, fucking shut up. Just shut the <laughs> fuck up. Somebody's bringing in 50,000 jobs apiece. They're investing $5 billion into these cities. Be grateful. Be fucking grateful that Amazon is coming Should in. Should it have been a city like Chicago or something that needed... There, there's a, look, look, a bunch no offense, of money put into it, but there's a bunch of cities that need money put into it. Okay. So I, you could go anywhere and do this because look, if you look at Arlington, right, mm-hmm. you can space that out to all of Virginia, anywhere within a 50 mile radius. You know, like I, they're going to be coming in to work at, at Amazon. Like it, it's just a hub, man. Right. Um, they're going to be building more of these across the nation. Okay. These are the first two. These are going to keep going. Like. It's it's whatever whoever offered the best deals. There you go. This was who it was. There you go. So congratulations. Um, they won. They won. But it, people are bitching today. My dear, when that day, when you end up, you know what? Build your own fucking Amazon. Become your own Jeff Bezos, and then, then you, you can, can make decide. all your decisions. You, you can, can you can put these wherever you want. Yeah, people but get sorry. Yeah. that somebody's coming in. Building massive companies, offering jobs to a fuck ton of people. 
come on, man. People get confused. Like um, Amazon and Facebook are like a a uh, a right and not a privilege. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like yeah. you get confused that these are these are a company, a corporation owned by one guy, both yeah. of them. And they can literally do whatever they want. And that's it. It's not government. It's no. not, it's, it's, you know, it's not somebody, it's not taking your rights away or l- changing laws. It's, it's not, it's literally a corporation doing whatever they want. Yeah. So I, I so look, don't be confused. Yeah. It's in Northern Virginia and, uh, you know, in Long Island and great, man. Okay. It's, it's fucking jobs for people. I just don't understand the bitching, like that it wasn't your place. Why? Why? Like it's jobs, no matter where. We every every place in America needs jobs. Uh, hopefully, Amazon opens up a million of these goddamn things. Like, yeah. who gives a shit? Because um, we all know brick and mortar and all that stuff. Malls are going to be gone anyway. So yeah. it's like, dude, that's all. It's you better be. kiss Amazon's yeah. ass because that's what it's going to be, unless another company, you know, Walmart or something comes along. But, um. Man, they're trying, but yeah, they're trying and they're doing, look, they're doing a fantastic job right. of it. So look, we need more Walmarts. We need more Amazons, all that stuff. I, I am personally stoked about it and, um, fucking a it's great. It's great. Stop bitching about jobs. Uh, now's the point in the show. Where we get to the revolutionary figure of the day. Shall we? We shall. This is an easy one. Okay. This is probably the easiest one we've ever had. Um, it's, it's Stanley. Let's be let's be real about oh, it. Oh yeah, Stanley passed away. Yeah, he's ninety five. He lived a fucking Ooh. crazy, unbelievable life. And last night, um, obviously, everybody's fans of everything he's ever done in Marvel and all that stuff. But yeah. um, uh, last night, w- what I found cool about uh, the, the people who were leaving tributes and stuff on Facebook was it was more of a celebration of his life rather than a sad, tragic passing where you're like, oh man. We lost so-and-so too soon or whatever. Mm-hmm. Didn't. That guy rocked it till 95. Oh, dude. And he was still, like, what, making cameos and all of these mm-hmm. movies and all this stuff. Like, he was the best. Um, there was a mutual agent uh, that I work with on some other people for sports and autographs and all that other shit. And um, he worked with him for a while. And it, everybody... Everyone across the board just said he was the nicest guy of all time. Right. So, uh, for him to have created not only be a great guy through all of this for this many years with how powerful he was, uh, but to have created this many characters that last this long, mm. just as a, like last night I was going through his list, just trying to of all the characters he's created, just trying to go through it as a, from a writing perspective of creating that many memorable characters that have lived for this many years. It's insane. It's absolutely insane. And there will probably not be, another one like him Mm-mm. superhero wise or in that, in that universe ever. Uh, I mean, you're lucky to come up with one of these characters once in your life, let alone hundreds. Like, yeah, it's, uh, it's insane. So Stanley, man, you changed a lot of people's lives for the good, uh, including Mark Ruffalo. What would that guy be doing right now? <laughs> exactly. Hmm? What would Ruffalo be doing right now? If he wasn't the Hulk, just weird Indies. Yeah. What's, uh, what do you think uh, Edward Norton's doing, you know? Right. <laughs> what happened to him after that? I Hulk? know. Just, that was, that's it. Nobody cares unless you're in a superhero movie. He's probably hanging out with Dido. <laughs> you owe everything to Eminem. You, yeah. You owe your entire life. 
to Eminem, Dido. Do you remember going back and listening to her catalog after that? Yeah, well. And you, just crying? Do you remember listening to her catalog and then realizing that it was actually her song first? Yeah. And he took it and you're like, oh. Wait a minute. Yep. Shit. Mm. He made a hip hop version of her song, not yeah. the other way around. And no one would have ever listened to it otherwise. <laughs> hands washing, you know. Yeah. Washing hands, scratching backs. Uh. Tickling taints, whatever you do. <laughs> Nothing like a nice little taint tickle. Huh? Little pepper grinder. Yeah, Jill Scott. We see you. All right. We see you, Jill Scott. If you have the time to look up the Jill Scott video, highly <laughs> recommend fi- it. They'll find the time, I think. Highly recommend. I think they'll find the time. Best 37 seconds you'll see sure. uh, in your life, and it'll give you a whole new perspective on Jill Scott. Now you're going to go back and listen to her catalog and try to figure out those lyrics. There you go. Pepper grinder. It's a good technique. Yeah, it is. It is. Uh, for Jesse Wiseman, a.k.a. the pepper grinder. No! <laughs> Easy! <laughs> I'm Ross Patterson. This is The Revolution. Good night, everyone. Weird show. Weird show. <laughs> I'm more like the salt shaker. 